Hello once again, welcome to the Weird Lone Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Frank Array, and I'm here once again by the Weird Lone Girl herself, Katie Lewis. And we have a very, very special guest with us today, Mark McDonald. Hey, Mark, what's going on, man? How you doing, brother? Not much, man. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good, man. We're so glad to have you on the show. We've been waiting to do this podcast with you because, you know, you've got things going on, and we were like, we got to get inside that noggin and rattle it around a little bit and see what the heck is happening over there. So I'll sum up who you are real quick for our viewers. Uh, we have Mark Madonna with us. He is with uh, the Mark Madonna team, which is part of Caldwell Banker. He's in the Sacramento area, been doing this about eight years. Guys, I, I tell you, like, he did $36 million in revenue last year, somewhere around that mark, right, Mark? Somewhere somewhere about that, about 30 to 40 units if you wanted to break it down into units. Currently this year, you're the number one Hubble Banker agent, right, for all of Sacramento and Lake Tahoe. Did I get that right? Or you need to correct first me quarter, on that? First quarter, but you know how it goes, man. That was yesterday. And yeah. now it's like you got to keep going. You got targets on your back and everything. That's right, so. baby. I'll get that Mark Madonna guy. You just oh, yeah. wait. And I'm we got un- some great agents, man, in, in all Sacramento and Tahoe. So I'm sure they're gunning for it. So it's it'll be fun. Cool. Hey, you know, I see you're you're the Mark Madonna team, and I want to get this out right away up front. Are you looking to grow your team? Are you looking for other agents by chance? I'm just curious about that. If they're video centric and they want to kind of like, you know, and they're they're they realize the the component because we we're all YouTube based. Everything okay. that we uh, clients that we work with, everything we don't do any anything. We just all all we do is YouTube and okay. that's Good. our our thing. Stop. Katie asked the first question because he's already okay. answering it. So all let's right, go. Let's go. Let's dive in here. What strategies have been most effective for you in generating leads and closing deals? Ooh, so pick up where you left off. <laughs> um, well, we I grew the channel for four years ago. I started this channel, and um, for me, it's just been like you know, you just be authentic on camera. You know, the live shows have been the the thing that have really tied myself into like the community, people looking to move in. Um, so many things right now in videos are like produced or, I mean, how many people have seen those videos where the realtors are clearly reading off a script because they're not even looking at the camera right. and doing their stuff or everyone's yeah. out there with a GoPro cruising around and everything too. Yeah. The, and it's just not really authentic. And so for me, I was like, look, trial by fire twice a week, Monday and, and Wednesday, I go live between an hour, an hour and a half on YouTube, the big boy. Yeah. And for the most part, I answer hundreds. I mean, I answer so many questions and so many people tune in that there's no scripts, there's no smoke, there's no mirrors. There's like, you ask me questions and I'll tell you what's going on. And um, that really kind of set us apart from the crowd of, of people who are out there right now doing video because as you know, the market is, we're going to have probably like half as many transactions because there's not as many homes on the market because inventory is low right and realtors are freaked out you know you know realtors i mean i'm sure you guys know left and right when the market's cold they're just running to everything to just kind of generate business and then when the market heats up they forget all their marketing right and just focus on what's in front of them so that's you know. that's that way with with mortgage people too and just you know probably in, in sales in general unfortunately it is it is that way so 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 the channel you started about four years ago what's the name of the channel so people can we'll put the link down below too just so you know this is on youtube so down below we'll put the link to mark's channel what, what's the channel just type in sacramento real estate and you'll find it there or you sacramento go realtor i mean we're we have the couple of nice i mean we just do so much content it's just like not even funny so it, we're always up there 
Yeah. Let me let me ask you this, uh, Mark. We'll, we'll kind of stay here. And Katie, you chime in too with any any thoughts you have on this. So you started the channel four years ago. Was that what you said? Oh, yeah. Four years. So four years is not, you know, it's not that long. It, it is, but it's, but it's not, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, and so, but when you started the channel, Mark, it, were you like, gosh, darn it, I'm going to be this YouTube guy and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to start going down that path right now. And that's my thing. Or was it, Hey, I think I'll start, you know, I'll dabble in video a little here and start, Hey, this YouTube thing's starting to be kind of, you know, starting to get to be kind of fun and maybe I'll pursue it a little deeper. Was it you were focused on doing it or what did you kind of grow into it? Which, which was it? Um, it was kind of like, okay, when you get into real estate, as you know, there's always a big players that have their machines in place. They yeah. add their spend on Zillow's maybe 20 to 30 to even $50,000 a month. And that's, you know, they etched themselves already in territories, you know? And so for you to come in, you know, you got a door knock, but you're competing against the big Keller Williams people, the big like, you know, Caldwell Banker, Remax agents and everything who've been a staple of areas for a long, long time. And so for me, I was kind of like, you know, um, I don't, I, that, that makes no sense. I'm not going to go in that direction and try to compete against these people. Um, a lot of them don't think, don't kind of future proof themselves. So they don't really focus on videos or anything too. If something's been good and magazine has been working for them for like the last 10 years, they're going to stick with that and they don't really need to go video. So for me, it's been strategic. I was like, look, they're not doing videos. No one in Sacramento was doing videos before I started doing it. I'm definitely the OG of this territory. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm going to start doing videos because I believe that if we can get that right, you know, if I can do the video stuff right, I'm going to be able to grab a market that a lot of the, the people here, you know, just were a little complacent and didn't feel like they, they should focus on video. And now, like now I see some of the big players kind of trying to dabble into videos and, sure. you know, so for me, it was completely strategic. It's like, you know, art of war, you know, hit them where they're not, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. It's sure. like, it, that was my whole concept. I was like, look, I'm not going to compete against someone who's got like a million dollar, you know, budget, you know, per year, I'm going to go somewhere and, you know, have zero ad spend, have zero marketing and still get the leads. And then after about a hundred videos, the phone rang, lo and behold, and it never stopped. So, and that was fascinating. It. So yeah. you 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 haven't. Um, so let me ask you this: When you started, was it just you? Just just me? Just little old you, and you you did everything on your own. Any editing? If you did any editing, or was it primarily just like you mentioned the GoPro sort of thing? Or was was it? You know, what yeah. were they like when you started? Well, here's the thing for me, like I came from like a, like a very heavy marketing and tech background and, but editing was never something I really wanted to focus into. And the thing, and the, this is the biggest mistake realtors make is, um, they hire editors, they do that stuff and they don't figure out how to do that stuff themselves. Um, because it does get kind of spendy if you keep yeah. doing more videos after more videos. So I got good at it. I got good at lighting, cameras, mics, drones, and everything too. Um, and I got good at it to basically say to myself now, because I know all these aspects, I don't need to spend money on editor. I don't need to do anything. I can just literally do a video a day if I wanted to and get it out there quick. And, um, you know, I got really good final cut, premiere pro color grading, film LUTs, drone flying, whatever you name it. But I knew the fact that I kind of needed to be a one man shop. Now I'm not for the most part, just because I got bigger where I didn't need to be, but I always wanted to know the fundamentals. So 
you you know i would never have a stopgap because what you end up having is an editor who's awesome for like two or three months and then all of a sudden they get backlogged then you're waiting for a video for a week yeah yeah true and yeah. so for me i i learned everything everything uh, underneath the sun to do it so okay well i guess do you, uh, um, i'm curious do you when you um, have new people new agents that join your team do you have some kind of training program for them for how oh, to yeah. require your videos Here's the thing for me, and this is kind of funny. It's like I, when I first started it, I wished I had people that would be in front of the camera because I didn't really even want to be in front of the camera. I'm much better. Like I, I'm an avid photographer, videographer. Like I know how to video and photo and direct. And so for my agents, for the most part, I put them on the camera and I just tell them exactly how we're going to be shooting it and they're really good and the content looks great and they look like a million dollars on video i mean my direction is something that that has helped my agents kind of pick up steam and just gather it and so you know i love being behind the camera more way more than i like being in front of the camera how many how many subscribers do you have to your channel uh somewhere over six thousand Six thousand. Okay. And yeah. then when you go live and you do that twice a week, I think you said when you go live and you go live straight. So two questions. You go live from straight to YouTube. And then if you do, you know, like how many people will tune in to a live when you go live? Anywhere between maybe 80 to maybe 170 or 80 people like it. But and here's the thing, too. It's like if you look at my videos and you're going to see some of them, some of them have 700 views. Some of them have like, you know, 8000 views. And the trick is this. It's like it's not to get caught up into the views and the likes and subscribers. It's more about understanding about your niche. Like I'm not doing this to be a YouTuber. You know, I'll leave that stuff to Casey Neistat and Peter McKinnon. I'm doing this for, for like business and for what I'm doing for our market. So I always super niche in and like if I have a video and it only gets a couple hundred views, as long as those couple hundred views are relevant potential buyers and sellers, I'm good. I don't care if an Italian housewife loves my video and, and watches it. That does me no, no good at all. Mine is super niched super 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 so for me i've always looked at it this way i have billboards i'm gonna put them all over sacramento some streets that maybe aren't as popular as other streets but there's gonna be my billboard and i super niched into everything so that maybe maybe like an area where, where i live citrus heights a lot of people don't search for it but those people that do they'll find my video and they're searching for something really really niched and they're gonna find me and so that's that's how i go so the next question, Katie, is... Yeah, so that really transitions into question number two, which is, do you have a niche that you use in your marketing? And so, yeah, how would you describe... When you say you're niching, you're niching, you're niching, what does that mean? That means that I look at various areas. I matrixed all of, <laughs> I matrixed all of Sacramento, and I put, like, cities, areas, communities, and then I put down maybe 10 of the things that would be commonly people would want to know right the thing about realtors is we walk around with big chips on our shoulders like you know we have the greatest ideas in the world or you know i mean you're getting big checks so you have this kind of mentality the thing is you have to grab all that throw it away and think about your audience the biggest thing that people don't do when they create a youtube channel is who is your audience who is the audience what are you doing this video for and for me i was able to matrix enough to those spots where i would say something like 
Okay, guys, today we're going to talk about citrus heights. You might not know where it's located. So let's start by location. This is where it's located. It's near these spots. It's near these freeways, airport, downtown, and whatnot. Now, if you're looking to buy into the spot, here is the price point that you'd be looking to buy. These are the schools near it. You don't want to get in the way of any fair housing stuff. Boom, 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 boom. And I would lay it out very much so that if there was someone in the Bay Area named Bob, he was looking for Folsom. He maybe found my Folsom video. He'd see a Citrus Heights video and he'd say, okay, let me see this information. And maybe I could get him to be interested in Citrus Heights. So for me, you know, like everyone does these inspection videos or like how to sell a house really, really fast or like, you know, um, that kind of stuff. And it's so broad that no one's going to see your videos, right? But you find the it. littlest, tiniest little niche. Like, for example, one of the things you'll love is that California Dream for All program. I went on with a lender. We did the California Dream for All program. And, like, I think within the first week, we had 150 applications that he took in. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like, you have to find these, like, little, little niches. Like, I love Sacramento, it. break it down. And don't get caught up in the hype. You're not here to do be a YouTuber. This is a business tool and you want to be authentic you want to provide value and all that stuff will transition into people who say this person is legit awesome great stuff Wait, what's what's the next question katie yeah excuse me what's your favorite marketing method or platform well obviously youtube, obviously YouTube. <laughs> right so no. we won't we go ahead you got something to add you have to a second yeah yeah this is huge and this is huge for anyone doing youtube um it's a mistake that i actually just recently stopped making now this is the funny thing, okay? So we've been taught as social media people, right? Or people doing social media, that we should put a video on YouTube and then grab that video and then share it with your friends, share it on YouTube, share it on Instagram, share it wherever you can share it. Uh, that's a wrong move. You want YouTube to have a majority of people who find your video, people who are searching for it. Then it pushes out further because when they see a bunch of random people coming in from like a Facebook post or like, you know, like maybe you texted a few people, the it throws YouTube off. YouTube's like, I don't know where these people are coming from. And so it dilutes your power in search. So if you do post on YouTube, and I know this is weird and it's kind of like a weird way of thinking, keep it on YouTube and make sure the people are finding it or either subscribers on your channel or people who are searching in YouTube. You'll dilute your search algorithm if you actually start posting in a random spots. It'll be added to the whole idea of like people randomly found this video for no reason. This you want to have high in search. This is it's super interesting to me. How does it happen, Mark? I mean, do you know like when... <sighs> How many like how many videos do you have to make before YouTube finally says, "Okay, I'll let this one pop up in a in a search." Right? Like somebody's searching, I mean, let's say there's a, you know, way more than than just you talking about a what it's like to live in Citrus Heights. I mean, mm -hmm. you're making you're making your first one, right? Let's say you're you're making your first video. Um you know, but somebody's been making it. Is it just the longevity and the, the you know, people have been doing it longer and they have more content. So YouTube validates those more. Is that what it is? It's kind of like the game of risk. You know what I mean? Like if you're not fortifying your positions, you'll start to slip down in the searches. Huh. And so, and the more content you produce, you know, like if like, let's say you have a channel and you produce some videos and they were doing fantastic. And then for some reason or another, you decide to stop posting for a year. There's a chance to last, but there's also a big chance that someone will come in and take you off your, 
knock you off. There's some videos that I think Lion Real Estate did in our neck of the woods that were like, they're the number one in each single area. And so for me, I targeted them. I saw that what the content they were providing and I did better content and I knocked them out. And there's people who gun for my stuff as well too. They look at my videos and they're like, okay, that guy's, you know, if you type in Folsom, you do that. And you know, there are some people that can go after it. The idea is um, if people see maybe three videos of a certain location or a certain thing, you've got to be very concise about the, the kind of the, the content you're giving them. You've got to be very articulate. You've got to be very, you've got to give them the goods or else they're going to go away. And then all of a sudden someone else popped in the video and they're going to watch that video instead. So your, your video has to really speak towards your audience and not just be like random stuff. Like Got the biggest it. mistake I see people do on YouTube is introing themselves at the very beginning. Yeah. You hook them. You tell them what is that one thing that they're going to get from the video that if they click off, they will not get that one thing. Yeah. What is that one little thing? Everyone's always like, Hey guys, this is Jim Smith with the, with the Caldwell banker, you know, with uh, the Jim Smith team Caldwell bank by that time. People, yeah, yeah, gone, next. gone, gone. But if you we've, tell them, we've like, always taught that. Okay, right. we, we we've taught that for years. Right? Yeah, we we I, I I'm a big I have a big pet peeve with that too. Well, if you, if you noticed when we introduced you, it was real quick. This is who he is. Blah blah blah. I tried to get through. I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on who who you are. But I know what you're talking about. When when you're a professional, a realtor, or a mortgage person, you're going to do a video. You don't have to spend a whole lot of time talking about who you are and how long you've been in the business and all that kind of stuff. Nobody gives a crap. Let's get to the. Oh, yeah. get, let's get to the point, man. That's why I'm here. I saw your title. That's what I'm interested. Let me let's hear about that. Right. I, I, I know me. when I consume video, I'm the same way. You know, when I consume video, if I see a title I like, it's like and I, if I see the, all the intro stuff, I just kind of burp and just try to find the spot where they start talking about what I what I want to know. But that's it's, really good. It's, it's the old analogy of like you have a car, your lights broken, you don't know how to fix it. You go to YouTube and all you're trying to do is figure out how to find out how to fix the light bulb in your car. And that's it. Yeah. Nothing more. Yeah. And like, you know, like, you know, there's some amazing vloggers that you can watch that do great storytelling. They'll yeah. suck you in and keep you there like a Casey Neistat or something. Yeah. But like the videos that people watch, the people that pe like, like if you had, you know, Katie at the very beginning going like, you sold $36 million in one day off YouTube. How's yeah. that even possible? And then boom, boom, boom. People will be like, okay, let's yeah. go. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in. Figure, I'm in. You got me. You know? Yeah. So. It is a funny thing about that stuff too. It is. Um, you know, but but here's the thing though, YouTube is getting flooded now with people like you, with people like me. I mean, it is like everyone's kind of freaking out a little bit and jumping into the platform. Yeah, so Yeah. But you know yeah, what, I, man? You, you video is one of those things where you, video is definitely one of those things where you gotta get good at it, man. You gotta be willing to put in the time and get good at it. You know, if you can get good at it and produce it well and be thoughtful in your delivery and with your message. You know you'll have an advantage over over others you really will so anyway this has all been awesome well, what's the next question katie all right um can you share a specific example of a challenging transaction that you navigated successfully and what you learned from that experience so you know mark this is the old so you've done a lot of transactions we just talked about it you know last year 30 40 something like that you've been doing this for eight years you're a real estate agent. So sometimes we come across those deals where it's like, I can't even believe this is happening right now. And can you tell us one as an educational piece for another real estate agent out there who might be newer in the game, some some crazy transaction you went through, you never saw it coming, but you navigated through it and what you learned from it. Anything come to mind? 
Oh, okay. I, this won a little while ago, and it was the coolest couple ever. And um, and this is something that you guys will like too. You and you'll totally get where I'm coming from. Instead of going with like a loan officer that I said, hey, I, I this person had kind of you know I, I've worked with them before. We've never messed up. You know, they've never messed up. They're really solid. They're good. They went with a family friend. Okay. And so we're going through this transaction, and they're moving all the way to Lincoln, California, and everything too. They found their house, all that kind of fun stuff, and they're good to go. And so the lender talks to me. He's like, "Yeah, we are clear. We are good to go." Okay. Two days later, yeah, I need to get the wife on uh, off the um, off the loan app because oh, it's God. throwing everything off. Okay, fine. We're still in time. Yeah. Then a week later, no, no, I need to get the wife back on the loan app because it's not the. So my clients literally were sitting there. They and you know and it was kind of one of those I told you so moments, but I didn't say anything. I was just kind of like my clients were literally like, I think it was like two days before Christmas in a trailer yeah. out front of their house, waiting for their house to basically you know the transaction to close because a lender that was a friend of the family yeah was just doing it kind of i think semi-retired or something like that and he was yeah. like yeah let's put it on, put it on, put it on. and i'm sitting there going oh 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 please what is going on but here's the thing though too after the transaction was over you know they it was one of their it was their like origin stories right you know it was one of those stories that was fun it wasn't funny for at least a year but right. after that you know <laughs> they were laughing about it but yeah so yeah. you know but it's it's i mean in the transaction you've got to you gotta understand like you know and i think maybe in our industry people always you know people see realtors trying to refer like lenders that they worked with and they, it's just like ah, i'm not doing that i know i know you're getting some out of it you know but there is truth you know in it where you're like i've actually you know test drove a lot of times we're good and so I would say, you know, family friends are fantastic for bringing over to barbecues and picnics, but they might not always be the best, best person for the job. Yeah, good one. Got it, all right. Love it. What's next? Um, how do you stay organized and manage your time effectively? Yeah, how do you, yeah. You got a lot going on. Got a team, doing a bunch of deals, making a bunch of videos. I stay on myself. Track? I surround myself with smarter people than me. Okay. <laughs> now my team's really well organized and we have our systems in place like CRM, follow up boss, good, good management, everything too. And you know, everything gets booked in the calendar, everything. I mean, we're, we're going from like maybe seven o'clock with team meetings to like, you know, eight o'clock with winding stuff down. I mean, the thing that's our thing, because we do all our business from YouTube is that, um, you know, we're working with people in San Francisco, even. I mean, I had one realtor who went down there on my team that closed a couple like investment properties from a client that went down to San Francisco to do it. So we we are really tight. We're a really tight knit group. And there's organization, there's systems in place, CRM. I mean, you know, but the thing I think that makes everything is like, here's what makes everything organized for me and keeps me on track is the fact that I'm very, very selective on the people that I work with. Um, if you're getting into trenches with people, you need to somewhat have commonalities that are going to keep everything organized. As an individual, I'm organized to a certain level of like, you know, production. When I got to the level where production was going absolute crazy, I needed to bring on people that had the same commonalities that could fit perfectly to kind of keep the cohesive kind of like energy and everyone was on the same page. Everything's being done 
I don't know if that translates right with what I'm saying, but you know, my team pretty much, I'll go Jerry Maguire completes me. I mean, they're, you know, we're always on the same page. We're always, everyone's, everyone's, you know, the, the, the rep repetition, everyone knows all the transactions that are happening a little bit at least so people can jump in. So for us, we're always on the same page. How many people are on the team? Seven. Seven. So you went from just you to seven people in eight years. Yeah. And the, and the number one dog right now, this last quarter. Um, what was I going to ask? So I want to know how many people uh, are on your team and gosh, darn it. Lost my train of thought. Oh, well, well the, uh, it'll, it'll come back team, to me. One, oh, no, one that's thing. what I was going to ask you was how did you go about, cause you're, you're, you're real adamant about, um, you know, Hey, we got to be like cut from the same cloth kind of a thing and make sure we're going to fit well and complement each other. And com you, you have them help complete me that kind of thing. How did you go about finding these team team members? I hunted, I hunted them down. What does you that know? mean? You hunted them down. Instagram, social media, at my office at other offices, I was looking for people who, who I knew that could produce at a higher level. Everyone on my team easily is going to be making in the six digits, not even like, and I needed to have like a lot of people who could handle that kind of weight, that kind of pressure. And so for me, I went to different offices, even, you know, at times different brokerages talking to people to bring them over to, to my team, you know, people who are good on Instagram, people who are like, you know, photogenic, but not like, how can I say, not like the pretty, pretty, but like people who like weren't shy in front of the camera, you know what I mean? Because and what we do for videos, you have to realize the fact that that everyone's got dark circles, got gray hair. Uh, you know, it's like it's just part of the gig, but you just can't shy away from it. So that was a big piece of it as well, too. But, you know, I tested. I always have my field tests on people, too. You know, I I basically put a little carrot out there and I see who follows a carrot really aggressively. And also those are the people I want. So, um What's I, I, you've got me so interested because you said that literally all of your business comes from YouTube. Oh, yeah. What's the delivery method? Like, what's the call to action? How do they get to you? Do they call your phone number? Or are they clicking a link to come in through a landing page? What is how do they find their way into the clutches of your team uh, to get started with them? I used to have a Zoom link on my YouTube channel, which I found to be okay. And it was, we were getting like maybe like 15 of those a week. Um, but then what I did was I wanted to make it a little bit more personable. The thing is a lot of people are okay with Zoom, but people feel a little bit more comfortable if they can text you or if they can like call you, you know what I mean? The, the anonymity of it, like something yes. about showing your face kind of, you know, yeah, right off the out. bat, show you my yeah. face. No, I'm not, yeah. I'm not committing to you type thing. So I was like, right. all right, let's just do a phone call. And so for the most part, I feel calls all day from people who are okay. looking people who are not. Um, some people that, you know, are with another realtor and they just are talking to me a little bit. And I don't really like to, I, I'm not that type of person where if they're working with someone, I'm like, you know, Hey, look, go, go to them and just give them a shot, do that. Um, but I'm always fielding calls all day long. I'm fielding calls for that kind of stuff. So, so you don't, you don't use a, an answering service or someone else, or is it a separate phone? You know, oh, it's the bat phone. This is a YouTube caller. What do you, well, how do you do handle that? We have some redundancies on the phone, but like, I want to keep the authenticity 
of our team to a level where people, if they're calling me, they're getting me. People, people understand the idea of being shuffled off to someone or referred off to people. I mean, there's every YouTuber that's doing at least like, you know, a hundred thousand views every single month. They're not doing business. They're referring their, you know, their, their client, they're, they're referring their leads to other people. And I just wanted people in this industry, people who are looking that are buying a house that realize that this is a huge, huge, huge decision, a huge thing. And they're just not going to get some random answering machine or a random like person or like shuffled off to someone else. Like if they've got, if they've got the time to pick up the phone to call me and entrust me with possibly moving them or selling their house, I can take five minutes to talk to someone. I'm not bigger than that. Like, yeah. this is like, this is, and for me, like, I didn't want to be that like flim flam man that's like, you know, hey, sending a million texts to people that are random. I wanted to be that guy where you're like, you saw me on YouTube last night. Fantastic. Let's talk. And people are like, oh my God, like, I got you on the phone. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what's going on? How's it going? And we have genuine conversations. The authenticity is there, you know? Yeah, and that, there's that instantaneous, like, just trust. They got to know you and trust yeah. you from the videos. So now you're actually speaking to them, and they're like, awesome. Well, I got that oh. guy. Yeah. I Dude, mean, good stuff. Yeah. Good, good stuff. What, what else you got, Katie? Um, what's your favorite piece of technology? Yeah. Besides oh. YouTube, you know, like, working technology. You got a favorite gadget? Wedge, I mean, widget, look, here's gadget. the thing. I've got every toy on the face of the planet. Okay. I've got 4K, 8K cameras. I got Shure microphones. I got yeah. aperture lights and all that yeah. stuff. I'm gonna tell you something. The what about cloud-based gadget. software? Like cloud-based, like stuff that you use. Like you have a favorite, you know, to get the deals done. Is there something that sticks out to you that you like the best? My phone. I'm gonna yeah. tell you something. The iPhone, the new one with the stabilization of videos. It almost makes me look around sometimes at everything that I got going and I look at it and go like, why, why did I invest in all this tech? The iPhone with the new stabilization that you can do videos, just add a mic on there. It's yeah. just phenomenal. Pretty and incredible, far, huh? Oh yeah. As far as software, I think the yeah. Google calendars is fantastic. And I think that like follow-up boss, I still think is a pretty solid, like as far as CRM. But you a CRM, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you have to like, if you do use a CRM, you have to kind of like, chill a little bit right like for me now and again i'll do crms for like really cold leads really leads that maybe just called up and everything but you got to go light on the crms i think in our industry you know i think realtors because of things like follow-up boss and other things like this i think it's really people get annoyed you're talking about the automated campaign follow-up email system type stuff yeah, you know, like, yeah. oh, hey, can I help you today? Are you go? Do you want to go see a house today? Hey, I saw this. How are you doing? Over and over and over. That stuff is just. It gives, I think, real estate realtors and everything. I get it. Just makes it a very kind of like a, aggressive and a little bit of a, like a hostile kind of situation whenever you're talking to people about real estate. Hostile, you know? not yeah, the situation I mean, you want with your clients. Oh yeah. You, or prospective like, clients. Hey, I'm a realtor and everyone instantly turns their back and starts walking away. Really yeah. Like, you know, we kind of <laughs> dug our own graves. So I try to shy away from like those type of things as much as I can. But you like with the volume that we're doing, we needed to have some systems in place. Yeah. Um, you got to track people somehow. You got to put people in a bucket so you know who's yeah. where, who's on first, who's on second. That kind of use follow up boss for that. 
Yeah, follow up boss for that. And you know, our CRM or our website, CRM Interactive, we have a nice CRM Interactive site too. But I just, how can I say it? Like there's, there's a couple groups in the Sacramento area that are all about like the lead and how you do this and how you do that. I don't like to go in that direction too much. I like to have authentic, as much as I can, I like to be authentic and have that one-on-one with my clients, you mm. know? Um, I think that the old school way of having a good book of business and having people that like, you know, birthdays and you just reach out to, I think, especially when you're in an area like Sacramento or an area that's like you're, you're in one specific area. I think that goes a long way. I think that stuff's gone. You know, it's like leads. Leads are like a, it's almost like a bad word. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. when people talk about it, it's like MLM stuff. It's just like, it's not. You know, like, and now you got like companies like the EXPs and the, all these other companies coming out that are more interested in the recruiting stuff. And it's just, I don't know. For me, I like it old school a little bit as much as my stuff is YouTube. I like the interaction with my clients. I like talking to them. Like they tune in and watch my stuff for like an hour long. You know, it's like, man, you know, that's awesome. It is. And I mean, come on. I mean, again, you know, last year did a bunch of deals. You're, you're number one in all of Sacramento and Tahoe uh, with your company right now. So I well, guess whatever that, you're doing, whatever you're preaching is working, right? Well, that's Q, That's Q1, man, you know, but who knows? Q2, it could be just. Oh, yeah, I mean, you might get bumped off. Yeah, yeah. who knows? But so gonna, you know what it is? Somebody's going to buy a bunch of leads and just knock you right off the table there. <laughs> I would not. I, you know, I wouldn't. I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all in this market. Yeah, you know. You know better just as good as me. That's not going to happen. But uh, this is cool stuff, man. Dude, this has been super fun, Mark. What else we got, Katie? I can't even remember what's next. What's next? Anything good? Um, let's see. Well, uh, we kind of went over this, but do you get repeat business? Um, um, yeah, well, we didn't really touch on that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, so how do, you say, how do you say top of mind with your database? Yeah, so that you get them in, you've done all this business, you still drip, you still stay in touch. How do you stay in touch? I'm an avid lover of texting on my phone when it comes to like clients. I could see something on TV, a gardening tool that I'll like, I'll I'll send to a client that I've known for like two years and say, you guys got to get this. Or like, hey, I just put solar lights in my backyard and I'll send it to like five or clients that I, (laughs) like, I'm just like, I know it sounds weird. Like as far as our database goes, of course, birthdays, as far as like, welcome. But for me, I I like to stay in touch with a lot of our clients, you know, and my team is also assigned to certain clients that they work with. So we can all kind of stay in touch with everybody too. You know, we know we need to also toe the line of like, Hey, respecting their privacy, but also making sure that we're top of mind postcards. We do now and again as well too, but I'll tell you something. I, you know, I, I moved a client in a year and a half ago and we had a, I think it was like an hour conversation on bidets. So, you know, Mm. this is, you know, my day, man, just talking with my, my clients and like, and they all tune in. And that's one of the coolest things about YouTube in general is like a lot of the people that I moved in they tune into my lives. I, even after we, yeah, even after they bought a house, they just pop on. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Hopefully all is well with you and the family. I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like they know where to find me. That's they how they it. found you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's how they found you. So that's interesting. So you've kind of got a, right, Katie? He's got like, since he does everything on YouTube, Mark, hey, you've got, got a, you've got, got like a fan club almost. Yeah, and it's a built in built in top of mind because well that's how you found me and yeah. and so a lot of people are certain they're constantly going to get more of your content when you're yeah on. yeah so you've got this built-in sort of 
I'm always in front of you because you found me here. You subscribed to me here. You've always you're always going to see me talking about mm-hmm. stuff. You can tune in. Pretty cool because I was going to ask if you have a, a regimented, you know, like I make sure I call them at least nine every ninety days, and I do this. If you have a regimented regimented sort of follow up thing, but you kind of do in the fact that since all of your customers came to you through your channel, that channel is on and living every single day, so they're always in touch. You're always top of mind with them, essentially. Well, yeah, because I mean, a lot of people don't know this. I mean, I'm sure you guys do, but like, even if like you don't subscribe to a channel and like you watch a video, you'll start, your feed will get littered with that channel's content. And so the idea for us is usually they've subscribed to the channel anyways, but now and again, they'll probably see a video or hey, Mark's live or whatever, and they'll just pop in. I mean, all the time I'm getting people going like, these guys are the best. Oh my God, Mark, you know, all that stuff. And it's like, you know, you know where to find me. I'm here if you need me. And it just, it, 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 it's funny how many past clients pop on just to say, hi. that's so cool. Really cool stuff, man. What's next, Katie? Um, what advice would you give to a new or average producing agent looking to increase their success in the industry? There's no difference between like someone who just got in the game then, I mean, you know, they're of course experienced, but I guess, I guess what I'm saying is like, everyone looks at people that are producing a lot of, lot of like doing fantastic. Right. And they're like, oh my God, I'll never get there. Like you should be eyeing them. You know, like I, whenever I talk on panels, I'm like saying like, look, look at everyone up here. You know, we're up here cause we're, you know, top producers, whatever, you know, I'm like, you should be looking at us and saying, I'm overthrowing you, <laughs> you know, I'm doing better yeah. than you, you know, like understand this like in our industry sometimes the bar is just set as like oh yeah i want to just do some transactions i'm good you should try to be the best in anything you were at and just because maybe someone is like number one like one day it doesn't mean they're you know number one the next day i mean like in real estate you got to produce to keep making you know being successful and so for me just always understand that you shouldn't never be in awe of anyone top producer or a big name you can you can you can do better you can do better than anyone in this industry. That's a beautiful part about real estate in general. If you hustle, you do to the transactions and you just get your butt out there, like you can basically set your own cap, do your own thing. And for me, I think a lot of people are just so focused on just doing a transaction now and again, or this and that, like be the, be the lead, be the team person, be the top producer, be the best in Sacramento, then shoot for Northern California, then be the best in California, you know, like, always set the bar super, super high. Even if you don't achieve it, at least your goals will be so, so high that, you know, you're shooting for the stars, if that makes sense. Progress over perfection is how I've heard one guy say it. Just keep moving forward. Keep striving toward the goal. Yeah, uh, I think Hey, man, so. um, uh, I, I think I, I kind of cut you off at the beginning of the of the, of the the show here, which because I was asking, are you looking for other team members? And you started to go into... Yeah, maybe if they fit a certain mold. Why don't you re- revisit that? So if someone was interested in, another real estate professional was interested in what you've got going on, really wanted to kind of be a part of the team, is that possible? And yeah. how would they have I mean, to go about that? What would they? What are you looking for? For me, I'm just looking for people who are hustlers, people who are not shy on video, and people who are authentic, loyal, and, you know, that's pretty much it to be totally honest with you. I mean, I think those qualities can make anyone fantastic um, in real estate. I think 
the thing is like doing this video and telling you what I'm looking for. If someone actually even picked up the phone or reached out, that's probably better than the majority of people. You know what I mean? Like you got to take that little extra that like when people reach out to me, I always meet with realtors when they reach out and I get like maybe like five people reaching out during the course of the week that for, you know, joining the team and then, you know, just show up. Let's talk a little bit. If you're still interested in that, let me see. We'll talk in a couple of weeks. Then a lot of them just fall off the face of the earth. You know what I mean? So for me, I kind of set a little bit of like, you got to work. You know, I mean, I did my first hundred videos by myself, mm-hmm. you know, like it wasn't fun. I didn't have anyone kind of, you know, guiding me. And I think that if you can, if you can show initiative, I think if you can hustle, I think I could turn almost anyone into like a, I think I, I could do this for almost anyone. Fascinating. Fascinating. What's left on the question list, Katie? Uh, well, pretty much how to get a hold of you. You know, what areas do you currently serve and what's the best way for someone considering buying or selling in your area to reach you? Give us that contact info. I would say, honestly, just t- go to YouTube, type in Sacramento Real Estate and subscribe to the channel. And here's the thing, tune into one of my lives. And if you want to join the team or you want to talk a little bit about it, reach out to me. If you want to work with us in the Sacramento area, check out our lives. And if we are the team that gels with you and you feel good about the content that we're producing and the type of people that we are, we'd love to work with you as well too. Um, and I think there needs to be that kind of like that, that bond because you know, you're going to go down a path of buying and selling and that's just not an easy road to go down. So you need to know that you feel comfortable with whoever you're working with. Um, the other thing too, is I think we're going to be starting a, another kind of channel for Lake Tahoe. So that should be coming probably within the next couple of months. I'm just trying to look and find the right realtor out there to, to kind of fit that because oh. Sacramento people, we love our vacation homes and Bay area people that are moving here more than anything else. They're looking to me and going like, okay, we moved to Sacramento and now we're looking for a house in Tahoe. Mm. And so I think that there's a good gel there. So I think that that might be happening within the next couple of months. Cool. What, what's the phone number, Mark? So that they can just, we'll put it down below too. Everything, the sure. link, everything will be down below guys to contact Mark. But what's the phone number real quick? 916-245-0562. Awesome. Mark Madonna. What a, what a great, great podcast this was. That was really fun. You're a fascinating guy, man. Yeah, round of applause. Big, big round of applause for you. Thank you. I, I tell you, you, yeah, you're a fascinating real estate agent. I, I've, I've never heard of, you're the only one that I know personally who has literally created an incredible book of business strictly off of the YouTube platform and, and doing video. So inspirational. Very, very cool, man. Very, very, very neat. And congratulations. Thank you guys for yeah, Thank congrats you. to 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 you and your team, man. So, and we'd like to have you back. And don't go away. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a sign off, but don't go away. Okay, Mark, you got to stick Done. around. So, all right. So, for the rest of y'all out there, if you're real estate professional, you're watching this, man. Katie and I, we are with Texana Bank. We are uh, an FDIC lender. We lend in all 50 states. We have on-time closing, superior communication, and unprecedented follow-up. If you're interested in talking to us or having a buyer pre-approved, we would love to help you with that. Just give us a call, 707-220-1444, and we'd love to work with you. Uh, with that, we'll go ahead and get get on out of here, Mark. It's been just a great pleasure, and I, I really do want to have you back again and uh i don't know go up there and have lunch with you or something in the in the sacramento area because i i just find you to be uh, a fascinating real estate agent congrats again to all your success man thank you thank you for having me on you you betcha
All right. Well, from me, Frank Ray, and Katie, the Weird Lone Girl, we're going to sign off. We'll see you here next time on the Weird Lone Girl Podcast. Adios. All right, Mark, you ready for this? Hit me. All right, Katie, what do you get? So we we en- we end with a joke, Mark. So take go, Katie. Uh, why did the coach go to the bank? Why? To get his quarterback. Nice. I got a joke for you. Oh, what is it? Stop it. Yes. You want a joke back? Yeah, sure. All right. What do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back to you? A stick. <laughs> Katie said it. I know. With that joke, I landed a $1.5 million listing in Marin County. Nice. Wow. Double ended. Good, good to know. <laughs> so, so basically, when things are getting a little tough, you don't know if you're going to close the deal. What's that boomerang joke? The goddamn boomerang go. joke. Hey. Where's that boom? That's what we do. Hey, Mark, man, it was a pleasure. Oh, good. Pleasure.